0: A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Rajeem Ya Ayyuhalladheena Amanu Ati'u Allaha Wa Wa Ulil Amri Minkum alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh My respected brothers and sisters in Islam There is a, we know now, we are now in the month of Sha'ban and we know this month of Sha'ban is the month before the month of Ramadan. So many people they are asking certain questions about what are the things that we must do or we supposed to do in the month of Sha'ban. And as we know that the month of Sha'ban is a month that comes between two great months. Firstly, between the month of Rajab, which is a sacred month in the sight of Allah Taala, and between the month of Ramadan, the blessed month of Ramadan. So what are the things that we supposed to do during this month, the month of Sha'ban? Now, we need to understand, my brothers and sisters in Islam, that the month of Sha'ban, as the Prophet sallallahu he said, This month, many people neglect the importance of or neglect doing the righteous deeds during this month. And that's why the messenger of Allah sallallahu he used to fast most of the month of Sha'ban, as he used to do, alayhi salatu and in a hadith that narrated by our mother, Aisha, radiyallahu anha, she said that the messenger of Allah, وسلم, that the most month he used to fast, alayhi salatu he used to fast during the month of Sha'ban. And, and he, alayhi salatu he used to fast many days during the month of Sha'ban for many reasons, part of the reasons. As he mentioned, والسلام, he said this month many people neglect doing the righteous deeds during the month of Ramadan, because people will be uh, you know, trying to prepare for the month of Ramadan so they don't do much during the month of Sha'aban. Where in fact, it should be a time where we should be pondering upon our deeds and we should as well, we should try to repent to Allah before the month of Ramadan comes and as well we should increase our righteous deeds during the month of Shaban So that's one thing. The other thing as well, the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, as well, that his wives, alayhi used to be busy as she narrated, as our mother Aisha عنه, narrated, that she used to be busy with the Messenger of Allah وسلم, throughout the year and and she will not make up the days of her days of Ramadan until the month of Sha'ban just before Ramadan. And the Messenger of Allah وسلم, used to fast with her to encourage her, alayhi salatu to make up the days that he uh, that she missed in the month of Ramadan, and that's well that's as well. This is a reminder for us and for as well, for our our sisters as well to try if they, now it's not too late, inshallah ta'ala, try to fast to make up the days that you missed in the month of Ramadan. And it is as well for the husbands and for the brothers as well to try as well to take as well, uh, to participate in helping our sisters to make up their days by participating in fasting to encourage them. So at least they will be not... Uh, having iftar alone so they will be fasting together and we'll be breaking our fast together that's something which encouraging them to make up the days that they missed in the month of ramadan as well that the prophet of allah وسلم, he mentioned in the of sha'ban that that our deeds will be presented to allah Jalla, and allah Azza will pardon and forgive all the people except two categories first one someone who associates with allah partners and the other one who had dispute, or have, who had caused issues between him and his brother. And that's why it is a time for us as well to try our best to resolve these problems before the middle of Shaaban. So these are important things as well we should try to rectify before the middle of Sha'aban. Now. Uh, and that's why on the, on the middle of Sha'ban our deed will be presented to Allah ودل, and the Messenger of Allah وسلم, used to love that his deeds to be presented to Allah while he is fasting Now is there any act of worship in the month of Sha'ban that was done by the Messenger of Allah other than this there is nothing mentioned in the Quran or the Sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ, that the Messenger of Allah ﷺ, they didn't do any of the, uh, you know, any righteous deeds generally or specific righteous deeds in the month of Sha'ban, other than the general one, for example, the prayer, the five-day prayer, the qiyamah, the normal. But to specify certain days in the month of Sha'ban, like the middle of Sha'ban, to specify it with, with an act of worship, to say this is the middle of Sha'ban, we should fast the middle of Sha'ban, or we should do of Shaban, this is not from the Sunnah of the Prophet. ﷺ. In fact, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu he told us والسلام, that to fast three days in the month, which is the thirteenth, the fourteenth, the fifteenth. So no problem if you wanted to fast the uh the 14th, the 15th, the the which they call it the white nights or the white days in the, month, in the month of Sha'ban, no problem, you can fast it. But to specify only the 15th of Sha'ban in fasting, this is not from the sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Now, as well, to do a specific qiyam, qiyam al-layl during <coughs> the month of Sha'ban and people getting together to do qiyam al-layl together in the month of Sha'ban on that night, that's not from the sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu and it wasn't known by the Sahaba of the Prophet Sallallahu where in fact the Sahaba of the Prophet Sallallahu didn't do, for example, a specific act of worship in the middle of Sha'ban. So did, there is no specific dua or a specific act of worship in the middle of Sha'ban or, again, or regarding any other days in the days of Sha'ban. And the Messenger of Allah وسلم, he said, after the middle of Sha'ban, then abstain from fasting. He, والسلام, he encouraged us not to fast in the second half of Sha'ban. Then, and here, how we can reconcile between the hadith that the Prophet used to fast most of Sha'ban and the hadith which prohibiting, for example, the, in the to fast in the second half of Sha'ban. Now, he, alayhi he told us, alayhi salatu that uh, in the second half of Sha'ban, that if you initiate fasting from in the first of from the beginning of Sha'ban, then you may carry on fasting in the second half of Sha'ban. Meaning, from the beginning of Sha'ban you start fasting most of the days or most of the month, then no problem to carry on in the second half of Sha'ban. You carry on fasting, and as well, that if someone has a habit of fasting, like for example someone who fasts Mondays and Thursdays, every Monday and Thursday, then in the second half of Sha'aban, they may as well carry on to fast Mondays and Thursdays in the second half of Sha'aban. So they are entitled to do that, inshallah ta'ala, and it, is, it will be something that was, uh, it is encouraged if you wanted to do it. So don't abstain and don't stop your righteous deeds in the second half of Sha'aban. In fact, you may carry on doing your righteous deeds even in the second half of Sha'aban as long as you are, you have this habit of fasting. Because he, والسلام, he mentioned, "Do not proceed the month of Ramadan with a, with fasting, unless if someone has fasting mean a habit of fasting, then they may carry on." And that's why the the, the last uh, the, the last two days in the month of Shaban to abstain from fasting, unless if someone has a habit of fasting Mondays and Thursdays, for example, then they may fast these days other than that then they are entitled inshallah ta'ala to fast these days so inshallah ta'ala hopefully kind of this given kind of clarification about the days of shaban and, and regarding the second half of shaban and as well especially in the middle of shaban we know many people they get together in the masjid they do certain qiyam and certain du'a and that's not from the sunnah in fact this is an innovation in islam because the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam didn't do such act of worship, especially in the middle of Shaban. He only, salatu salam, he told us, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, that in the uh, that he told us, salatu that in the uh, you know in the in the middle of Shaban that our deeds will be presented to Allah and he used to fast, عليه السلام, most of the days of Shaban. That's his sunnah, عليه So so stick to the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. I hope, inshaAllah, that kind of give you a kind of clarification about this matter inshallah now we have some questions that came to us earlier today inshallah ta'ala and there are some questions the question is please if you are a muslim girl and your mother is a christian passes away can you pray for her or do sadaqa on her behalf actually a girl or a boy is the same thing now if uh, for someone who is his father, his father, or his parents, they passed away, then uh, they passed away on non-Islam, on non-Islamic on on faith, then in that case, we cannot make dua or do sadaqa on their behalf. And and the Prophet of Allah Sallallahu was the best example that he uh, seeked the permission of Allah to show him the grave of his mother, and Allah has showed him the grave of his mother. He seeked the permission of Allah to, to visit the grave of his mother. He visited the grave of his mother. And then he seeked the permission of Allah Jal to make du'a for her, and Allah didn't grant him grant him that permission. And it was revealed as well, uh, that it's uh, So it's not for them uh, or so it's not for the Prophet of Allah and the believers to seek forgiveness for those who disbelieve in Allah So if they passed away and they died on non-Islam, then non-Islamic faith, then we cannot make dua for them, we cannot make sadaqah on them but now rectify for yourself and your deeds inshallah ta'ala and, and make sure that you have to be steadfast upon the Quran and Sunnah, that's what you can inshallah ta'ala and leave the matters to Allah. If the message of Islam reached her properly and she neglected that, then that is the consequence of her deeds. So that's what we have to understand to accept the truth. And if the message of Islam didn't reach her properly or the message of Islam reached her in a distorted way, then in that case, maybe Allah will make her among those people who will be tested in the Day of Judgment. And maybe she may succeed in that test. So that's what we, what we generally advise, inshallah, about this matter. Another question here. Uh, uh, another question. Assalamu alaikum. I wanted to ask if I need to make wudu again. And I already had it before. Is it permissible to wipe over the socks instead of washing the uh, the foot fully? Uh, cotton socks, not leather socks. Yes. Now here, you may, as well, repeat the wudu if you want. If you want to repeat the wudu for every salah, so you are entitled to make a new wudu for every salah, even if you have wudu from before. If you didn't lose the wudu, and and any wudu, regardless, if you missed the, if you if if you nullify the wudu and you wanted to renew the or you wanted to renew the without the previous one was nullified, you are entitled to wipe over the socks and you are entitled to wipe over the shoes or the hoofs, the hoofs which is made of leather or for example thick, for example wool or things like that, or the socks which is the cotton, the thin one as well, you are entitled to do that. And anything that covers the feet, you are entitled to do it and the wisdom behind it is to make it easy for us to uh, and that's why wiping over it you need to make, you need to make them totally wet, just only make a bit uh, make your hand a bit moist or, or, or a bit uh, some wetness in your hand and just wipe like this from the from the from the toes all the way back that's all that's what you need to do in regarding wiping over the socks or the shoes or the hoofs, inshallah ta'ala so we are entitled to do it, inshaAllah Taala, and that's something which is permissible in Islam. And the Messenger of Allah وسلم, he wiped over his shoes, his hoofs, his socks, alayhi salatu salam and the shoes, which is made like similar to the sandal. So he sallam, he wiped over over them. Allahu Alam. So it is something permissible, and vast majority of the scholars of Islam agrees with this opinion. Another question: Assalamu alaykum. I'm from Nairobi, Kenya. I'm 27 years old and I'm turning to 28 years old next month. May Allah bless you, sister. I need, I need a dua which can help to get a real spouse who can pray five daily prayer, who can guide me to the right path. A man who can teach my kid uh, how to read the Quran. Inshallah, may Allah make it easy for you, Inshallah Ta'ala. And uh, and Alhamdulillah, there is a lot of brothers, MashaAllah, in Kenya and many other places who have Hufa the Quran, who people who memorize the Quran, who knows the Quran by heart, MashaAllah. So, InshaAllah, maybe uh, just only reduce the conditions, InshaAllah, as I as a you. And if they, someone who is on deen and akhlaq and good manners, trustworthiness, InshaAllah, accept الله, the marriage. And may Allah God bless you, sister, and make it easy for you and enable you to find the best, InshaAllah, spouse for you. Uh, another question, As salamu alaykum, Shaykh. Can we have vinegar, apple cedar, spirit vinegar, uh, uh, what's that, uh, balsamic or all 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 balsamic uh, vinegar, or balsamic vinegar, that's one, okay, or any other type of vinegars? Yes, as long as they're vinegars, yes, you are entitled to have them, even if they are made from spirit or something like that. It's fine for you to do to use that. Allahu alam uh i have also heard may allah forgive me i don't know please clarify sheikh that the prophet muhammad was using apple cider vinegar i don't know that he they have used the vinegar made from different things so it's fine to use a vinegar from regardless so if it's from apple or something like that i don't know but he used alayhi salatu vinegar and we know that the scholars of Islam, they mention about even if there is, if the vinegar was, uh, was initially wine and then, and, and then transformed into vinegar through a chemical process, then it's vinegar, it takes the new ruling, inshallah. so it's fine to do it. Uh, and it's fine to use it, inshallah. ta'ala, and, uh, and as long as, as I said to you, it's vinegar, then you are entitled to use it, wallahu a'ala. Another question, is it allowed to conduct congregational du'a led by a sheikh or imam for our deceased brothers and sisters during the month of Ramadan? Are you saying in Salat al if it's in Salat al and things like that, and it's, it's okay to do it, but not to specify a du'a, to get together to make du'a for the deceased one, but if it's a du'a, including in the Salat al during Ramadan, and he includes, for example, oh, Allah forgive the Muslims, brothers and sisters, the one who are still alive and the one who who passed away. It's fine for the Imam to make that dua for everyone, inshallah, ta'ala. And they generally includes the deceased one in their dua. They said, Allah forgive the Muslim, men and women, and the believer, men and women, the one who are alive and the one who passed away. So it's fine for them to make it. And it is in the during the Salat al Qiyam or during, for example, the Witter Salah or when they are doing Qunut, they are entitled to do but I'm not in, in favor to make Dua al qunut so long to the extent many people, they will lose the, you know, the, 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 the point behind Qiyam al-Layl. Just make the Qunut short and following the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam as he indicated Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Another question. Assalamu alaikum, Sheikh, uh, I'm from Switzerland. Okay, I have a question about Angel Jibreel. How many times did Angel Jibreel appeal, appear in front of our Prophet Muhammad while he was awake? And he always appeared in a human form? Uh, and did he always appear in a human form? Thank you. Okay, first, I don't know how many times, but it's apparently many times he came to the Prophet. And he generally used to appear to the Prophet in a form of a man. And in some occasions as well, he appeared to the Prophet in his original form. And he said that the Prophet said that I saw Jibril like his that his uh, like his image or his covers between the east and the west and he has six hundred wings. That's what the Prophet he saw him on his real image. So it was he was literally covering the sky. So and uh, 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 that just only what the saw so what the Prophet saw that's his original form, and he has six hundred wings. That's the Prophet described. Other than that, we uh, we uh, other than that he as well generally used to appear to the Prophet in the form of a human being, and he used to speak to him, and he uh, he appeared to him, and he came to him on several occasions, on many occasions, and he used to come to him, he will tell him something. And he will speak to him and he will inform him about things. So he will come with the Qur'an to the Prophet sallam, and certain ruling, etc. So these things used to happen to the Prophet sallam, that's all. But how many times, we don't know. It's, it's, apparently it's many times because that uh, the Prophet wa sallam, he was a Prophet and Allah for 23 years. So over 23 years, he came to him over many occasions. Uh, okay, another question. Uh, is there recommended time that one should visit the grave of his closest relative, and when is is visiting, is recommended the uh, da'wah or dua to recite. No, there's no specific occasions. and, But there are some occasions. It's not the sunnah to do it, especially many people on the day of Eid, they will go to the graveyard. On the day of Eid, you shouldn't be going to the graveyard. On the day of Eid, it's a time where where people need to Uh, the people need to uh, do that uh, you know to to visit the people and uh, for example uh, visiting relatives or as well welcoming relatives things like that that's all in the day of Eid but not to make the day of Eid, a day to visit the graveyard and a day to make the du'a for the deceased one, Or some people on Friday, or Friday they will go to the graveyard. So don't specify a time. So you may go whenever you want to go to the graveyard to make du'a for them. Uh, and uh, it doesn't matter the time. You don't need to specify a time or a date for going to the graveyard that generally... And whenever you go you make du'a as well for them uh, Generally and ask Allah to pardon them and to forgive them to, By saying uh, uh, Like to say that the, the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ in visiting the graveyard That's what generally should be inshallah ta'ala Another question So the point is that's why there is no specific time to visit And there is no specific du'a to do it inshallah ta'ala We have this question, I think we have answered it. The next question, yeah. Is there any significance of the number? Again, the number seven, eight, six, it has no significance in Islam. There is nothing related to the numbers. There is nothing of that. And something is equivalent to Bismillah, again. There is no coding in Islam. That's the ayat or bismillah and all. There's no coding. I know who says that this is innovation and invented matter in Islam, which people have to avoid. And even they say some air flights, they will use the 786 again. It's not something which is from the, from the sunnah. It's not something which has any significance. The numbers, these ones, these numbers has no significance. That's all, which is the 786 or 182, whatever, that has no significance. So we should avoid... These things and it doesn't represent them. Otherwise, why we don't have coding instead of saying Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, eight six. So, that's nothing. That's, that's not from the Sunnah. The Prophet he used to write to say Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. The used to write on the, about the Quran Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. He used to recite Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. He used to say Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. That's how he used to do. He never used coding or things like that. you should abstain from such, you know, uh, uh, from such thing, and you should abstain from these things which wasn't done by the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam.